Carrie knew how it sounded to David. He probably thought she and Ivy chickened out when it came to investigating the new worlds. And he would think she was scared when she didn't go through this time, even though Mr. Scott warned her not to go. She said, I didn't chicken out. David shrugged. I never said you did. Carrie replied, Yeah, but I just wanted to make sure, since Mr. Scott said I couldn't go through this time. It's not because I'm scared. David moved his backpack from one shoulder to the other. Sometimes things could get heavy in there. He said, Okay, you're not scared. Carrie lifted an eyebrow and turned to face David. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. David laughed explosively. He couldn't help it. Carrie started to giggle, too. David said, We have adventured together before. If Mr. Scott told you to stay behind, then you have to stay behind. It's got nothing to do with scared, and everything to do with smart. I know, it just bugs me. They walked until they reached the edge of the wooded trees. Somehow, the shadows seemed darker, and the trees closer together than the last time. So, we go into the haunted woods? David asked with a sigh. That's the plan, Carrie said. I'm not sure how I got signed up for this. David smiled, his two front teeth a little bigger than the rest. It made him charming, much more so than he had been that first year he moved to Dusky Hollows. Probably because we're friends. I think trouble follows me. Carrie stepped into the forest, wishing that she had thought to bring a flashlight. The trees loomed, casting huge shadows, even though the sun wouldn't set for several hours. Or you follow trouble, David said. They both laughed. David and Carrie pushed further into the undergrowth. The last time the ring showed her where to go, this time she was utterly blind. After stomping around in circles for an hour, David said quietly, Are you lost? Frustrated, Carrie scowled, Yes. Hmm, okay. He didn't offer any suggestions. He didn't point out any possibilities. Carrie wanted to scream, but that never solved anything, so instead she swapped her backpack from her left hand to her right. It sure was getting heavy. Finally, she closed her eyes and tried to feel the portal. She felt an itch to go left. I think it's that way, she pointed. David followed her without a word, but they were crossing ground they'd already covered. David asked, Shall we rest? Carrie threw her backpack on the ground and flopped down beside it. This stinks. Ivy ditched me to go into a magic world, and anything could have happened to her and Everett. I can't even show you the portal. If I find it, I have half a mind to go through anyway, no matter what I promised Mr. Scott. Something caught David's eye in the distance. He held up his hand. Shh. What is it? Carrie whispered. David stood up and moved quietly, pushing the leaves of a giant bush aside and holding the branch back for Carrie to pass under. David didn't have to say anything because Carrie could see Mr. Scott standing in front of the portal. She and David huddled low behind a tree. Carrie whispered, He knew I was coming. He probably even knows we're hiding out here. Maybe I should walk out and talk to him. I can draw him away from the portal. David touched her arm. Don't. He's not even looking in this direction. Let's just wait. Settling in, Carrie sat at the base of the tree. She and David watched as Mr. Scott guarded the portal with a large wooden staff, the kind with a knob at the end. He didn't look much like a teacher. He was dressed like a woodsman with a plaid flannel shirt and jeans and work boots. Carrie yawned and said in a quiet voice, Waiting for something to happen is boring. Are you sure you don't want me to distract him? David shook his head. 
The last thing we need right now is a teacher knowing what we're doing. Aren't you on school probation or something? If he sees you here, he'll call your mom for sure. What happened next startled Carrie, and she bit her own lip to keep from screaming. A hideous creature with a huge beak and lumpy skin pushed through the bushes on the other side of the woods and attacked Mr. Scott with a sword. Mr. Scott blocked with the staff, but as a wood chip flew from the edge, Carrie knew that the monster had the better weapon. The weight in her book bag was sturdy. Carrie hefted it with both hands like a weapon. I'm going to help. Should I help you or go through the portal? David asked as Carrie pushed up from the ground. I don't know. Carrie's eyes widened when the creature whirled, sidestepping and stabbing. They fought back and forth until, in one shocking movement, Mr. Scott missed. The point slipped past Mr. Scott's whirling staff, wounding Mr. Scott.